You've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast, where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell, and I am lovely. I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world and raise awareness for mental health. Join me as we journey through my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. You can follow my antics on Instagram at Lovely Travels and learn more about us at the website www.lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Hello, hello, Darius. Hey, Emma. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What's been happening? Oh, you know, just um, working hard or hardly working. (laughs) Always the way, sir. Now tell me, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, Today, Emma, we are talking about Australia. Australia. I feel like we should have... Like, waka, 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 waka. <laughs> we are terrible at didgeridoo music. Um, we are going to be, so in terms of following the countries um, that I have visited, we probably should start at number one. And although some people don't like to count countries you visited as where you were born, I have visited my own country. I have visited Australia and it most certainly is UN recognised and therefore it goes on the list that is number one. Numero uno. And the fun thing is that we both have lived in Australia, uh, although not both we both weren't born there, but uh, certainly we both have a connection to Australia. So that is what we will be talking about today. Hmm. So we probably should explain, even though I pretty much just went into it, what our connection is. What is your connection to Australia, Darius? Um, I wasn't born in Australia, but I moved there. Well, my mum moved there with me when I was around four-ish. We um, grew up, well, I grew up in Australia and I lived there in total for about 18 years. I was going to say, I don't think your mother has grown up. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) She's listening. Big shout outs, big shout outs. (laughs) Yeah, she'll never grow up and we love her for that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and then, yeah, I was born in Australia in 1987. Uh, So, though my parents are English. So I'm an Australian with English blood. Uh, very fortunately, have two passports. As do you, Darius? I do. I became a citizen in an Australian citizen in 2009, which uh, was a long process. But uh, very happy I've I, I've done it. It's awesome. It's very handy being a dual citizen. We both dual Super citizens. Handy. Uh, I think your passport is slightly more helpful than mine at the moment. Uh, Darius has a German and Australian passport. I have a British passport, which used to give me a lot of access to Europe, but until England lost its mind and uh, Brexited. So who knows what that will mean. And uh, But, you know, anyway, we're not talking about Brexit in the UK. That's next episode. Let's talk about Australia. It definitely is next. Uh, actually, no, Germany might be next episode. Anywho. We'll figure out the episode. The audience doesn't know what order we're going to do these. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a there's a differing of opinions here. So uh, we are somewhat following the sequence of the countries that Emma has visited. 
I have been to 64 countries in my life, but uh, 57 of those are UN recognised. So originally I wanted to have the episode order for the podcast like that, but then, you know, that might get a bit boring. So <laughs> and, uh, I, n- I never do things in a li- linear fashion, so I don't know why I thought that would be the case. But um, so it will be higgledy-piggledy all over the place, but we will always tell you the number of the country for me if you would like to follow that list. I certainly have a blog about that list as well. Uh, she says this as she thinks to herself, write that blog. <laughs> Um, but Good. yeah, so our connection to Australia. I was born there, you lived there, and uh, that's kind of it. But uh, I, st- I still call Australia home. I live in the Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia. I've actually been very fortunate, um, and I think it's such a good thing actually to live in multiple cities within your own country. So I have lived, I was born in Sydney, New South Wales. I moved to Melbourne, Victoria when I was four. 24, 2011, I lived there for three years. And then in 2016, um, I moved to the Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia with my now husband because uh, he got a job at SeaWorld. And, yeah, so I've lived in three pretty decent cities across Australia and it's, it's been wonderful. Yeah, very fortunate. I mean, there's there's a lot of great places in Australia, but um, those are three very good ones. Or at least yeah. three very, very um, international ones as well. Yeah, look, if someone was visiting, I'd certainly recommend those three as well as, as places, hot spots to see. And I think the challenge with Australia, as we both know, is one, it's very far away from everything. And two, it's very, very big. So trying to get around is not always easy. No, no. But stick with us because we have uh, top travel tips Um as we will for every country, um, for Australia this episode, obviously. Well, that's a lovely segue as well to um, Darius, what is your favourite place in Australia? Um, That's a tricky one. Um, But the one that I always think about when I think about places in Australia is probably Cairns up in Queensland. Um, And not so much the, you know, the the city of Cairns is all right. Doesn't, doesn't crazily special or nothing particularly picturesque but just the the sort of you know it's sandwiched in between you know rainforest and ocean and then you go up into the tablelands up above Cairns which are these beautiful sort of rolling grasslands with pockets of rainforest spread in them Mm. it's just a really magical place yeah um and no I, I really like it there it's it's very beautiful um and I'd love to go back. Yeah, that's funny, actually. It took me um, up until five years ago, to, uh, it took me f- till I was, what, 27 to get to Cairns. It's a very, very, very popular tourist destination. Um, mm. But I think sometimes when you live in a place, you sort of go, oh, yeah, that's always there. But it's like the top of the, top of the list, Great Barrier Reef. It's one of the things that everybody knows about Australia. Yeah, go see it while it's still there. Yeah, actually, to be honest, it's always like, oh, because that's it. We always like, oh, it'll always be there, but it is, it is a very high risk area for um, environmental damage. And um, yeah, when I was eleven, actually, my parents asked us, "Would you rather go to Bali or Cairns?" So Bali is in Indonesia, uh, overseas trip, or would you rather go to Cairns 
um, you know, and see this world, wonder of the world, the Great Barrier Reef. And we were like, duh, Bali. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because if you are, um, I'm still, like I do want to visit a lot of countries now, so that's still where it's a priority. But, um, and I must point out at the moment, we are currently in a pandemic and, and restricted in our travel. So they're actually promoting in Australia, you know, when once things have uh, quiet down, we're allowed to travel domestically. And I'm really excited about that, actually. It's like, you know, I've prioritised overseas travel a lot in my life and getting a, a nice excuse to visit my own country is going to be wonderful. Mm. Um, I've waffled on about Cairns, but I'm going to say my favourite place very quickly. I'm actually going to steal it from someone else. Um, I have a, a family friend who lives in the UK, but he lived in Australia for a couple of years and he always says the first thing he does uh, when he gets to Australia and the first thing he always thinks about is that he gets off the plane, he goes straight down to Circular Quay in Sydney, he gets on a ferry and he goes over to Manly and he's like, that is just the best trip in the world and it's the most mm. beautiful spot. And for me, the reason Manly um, is my favourite place is because my great aunt and uncle live there. Um, when my parents, my parents uh, first emigrated to Australia, they lived with my great aunt and uncle in Balgala near Manly. And uh, it just feels like home, like their house. They've always had the same house since I was a kid and we had big family reunions there and, I mean, it's beautiful. I, whenever I stay with them, I, I walk down to the ferry and get the ferry into the city in the morning and it's getting a boat into that harbour and seeing the opera house and the Sydney, Bri- like Sydney Harbour Bridge, like it is breathtaking and you take it for granted and so to be able to step outside of that and come back to it, you're like, my gosh, we are so fortunate to have grown up in this place. So, yeah, manly. Yeah, it's. I mean, Sydney Harbour is is a very, very beautiful spot, um, very special spot in the world as well. It is. It is. It's so iconic. And um, you sort of, I think sometimes you go, oh, yeah, that picture. Oh, yeah, that. And then to stop to be there, even we had Indian friends come and live, stay last year and they got they said well we're only here for a few days so they got a house right down near the water and they walked out mm. to the balcony and there's the harbour bridge and I was like why don't we do this like <laughs> we don't live here but come and just stay for a night do a staycation I lived in uh, Cremorne and Mossman for a few years and um, that was a really nice ride to work because I worked in the city and I'd catch the ferry it sure beats a bus or a car when you, you know, every morning and every afternoon you get to see sunrise or sunset over Sydney Harbour, the Opera House, and just like postcards every day. It's beautiful. Hmm. Now, this one uh, for Australia is probably, well, it might be a bit different for us because we, um, we've we grown up here, but um, favourite food? I find this a really tough question. Do people ask you what what's an Australian food? And I'm like, hmm. Well, so, like. The question is, is, what's your favourite food? Okay, okay. Uh, That I can get in Australia or that is particularly Australian? You can decide. It's tricky. Australia is very fortunate in that it has uh, a wild range of of foods and cultures. And, um, hmm, I don't know. I think Australia has great Thai food. (laughs) Um, (laughs) probably pretty good Thai food in Thailand as well but I haven't been (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, tricky. Maybe, I don't know, like self-caught seafood or like just a barbecue with friends. You used to be a big fan of spearfishing, didn't you? I did go spearfishing for a while there. (laughs) Um, Some funny stories, the old spearfishing. But, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I'd pass. (laughs) You can't pass. What food do you think, like, do you, like when you get to Australia, do you have to have? Um, that you can't, yeah, that you can't get somewhere else. Okay, I really like, I'm not sure how we're doing with product placements yet, but we are looking for sponsors. <laughs> um, you know that barbecue sauce in the red bottle with the yellow lid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not a barbecue sauce fan, so, um, but yes, I know it. It's it's a staple of the growing up. So yeah, okay, okay, fair play. And actually, it's barbecue. People probably from Australia don't don't have the same. America do, but it's a different type of barbecue sauce. Mm. So and they use it for different purposes. So yes, um, it's a big point of contention. Oh, which do you have on your sausage sizzle? On your oh, people don't even know what sausage sizzle is. It's um, a sausage <laughs> on a piece of bread. That's it. With onions and barbecue sauce. Well, depending on your taste. See, I'm, I'm an I'm an onions and tomato sauce girl myself. All right. The important next part is flavorless white bread. <laughs> it is the cheaper the better. People, don't don't you splash out on that bread. Cheaper the better. Um, okay, my favorite food, Australian food, has to be Tim Tams. Because and that's the thing you miss when you go over. And probably again, harping back to my manly, when I go and see my auntie and uncle, the first thing I do is offer to make coffee and tea. And it's always <laughs> packet of Tim Tams. It's just an excuse to have a Tim Tam, really. It's yeah. just I just yeah. want to dip the Tim Tam in. But and that's the gift I take when I go to visit friends. If if I have time, um, did I bring you a packet when I saw you last? No. Oh, rude. Because um, I definitely <laughs> took some over. Can you bring me barbecue sauce next time? I can, yes. But generally the request is Tim Tams or um, if it's not a request, it's usually the gift. So yeah, you I can, can I get can. them, but they are very expensive overseas, unjustifiably mm. so. Yeah, my friends in, in Germany who have visited visited Australia, they're always like, you know, whenever you know mum comes over or something like that, I always ask her to bring like extra luggage of Tim Tams. Yeah. Um, so I can slowly, you know, dish out a packet at a time over a period of months. And they're like, where do you keep getting these from? I probably should explain too. They're like a, they're a chocolate biscuit and it really pisses me off when I go to America and they're like, so they're these chocolate cookies. I'm like, they're not a cookie. It's a biscuit. It's a biscuit. Um, so it's a two biscuits with a chocolate cream in the middle coated with chocolate and they are Delicious, made by Arnott's because we are looking for sponsors. I actually know somebody who worked for Arnott's and he sent me a buttload of them. It was the best thing ever. But what you do as well is you get the – they're a rectangle shape and you bite off alternate corners and then you dip slightly, just dip one corner into your coffee or hot chocolate or tea, whatever your preference. Or milk. Uh, it needs to be hot. Um, no, preferably hot. And then you suck – through the Tim Tam, your liquid of choice, until you just get a little bit of a sip and then you take said Tim Tam, which is now molten, and you put it in your mouth and it melts and it's delicious and it's amazing. The the skill is actually trying to suck as much beverage through the Tim Tam without it disintegrating into your drink. 
And then you can take it one step further, which my wonderful friends um, did at the comedy festival, and I got pulled up on stage to do it. They uh, had a glass of vodka. It was triple strength vodka, and they, it's called a Tim Tam Slam. Yes. So you suck the vodka through the Tim Tam, and then you drink, you bite the Tim Tam, and it tastes disgusting. But I did gain a glass of vodka out of it for free. Please drink responsibly. Yeah, drink responsibly, but Tim Tam Slam. Uh, it was very funny. Um, Typically Australian, eh? Very Aussie, uh, getting drunk off Tim Tams. But, uh, <laughs> uh, no, but I must say um, it is very hard when people ask you what your favourite food is from Australia. And you said that Thai story, that's very funny because a friend recently would Two of our friends are about to go on a big road trip. We don't know how long they're going for. They're going to go all around Australia and we're giving them tips. And um, one of the friends said, oh, have you ever been to Darwin? And he said, no. And he goes, okay, we'll go to Darwin. Darwin's on the top of Australia, Northern Territory, beautiful place. And he's like, okay, and when you get to Darwin, you've got to have the Vietnamese food. And he's like, honestly, the best Vietnamese food in the world. So just go to Darwin and have the best Vietnamese food. And I was like, or maybe you could go to Vietnam. No, I don't and know. Like, I think going Vietnamese food, and I'm like Vietnam. <laughs> I think it's different. I think it's you know, it's um, you know, a lot more accessible in but, Australia. But you're pro- yeah, fair enough. But you're promoting. But we're not like that's fine if you're in Darwin. We are in the Gold Coast. It's quite a <laughs> quite a ways telling someone to go to. To, all the way to Darwin to get Vietnamese food. That's true. I'd rather say go to Darwin and swim with a crocodile. Don't die, but swim with a crocodile, you know. Anyway. Honestly, I wish when I went to Darwin that someone had told me about the good Vietnamese food because there's <laughs> not of a whole lot extra to do there. You can swim with crocodiles. Yeah. Darwin. All right. Darius, you don't live here anymore. So Correct. apart from food, namely barbecue sauce, what what do you miss most about Australia? Um, look, it's it's for me it's a bit of a tricky question because it's um, not so much it's me. And not so much a place. <laughs> you miss but me. It is, it is my friends in general. Um, you know, oh. I spent many years living there and growing up with people and going to school with people. And for me, Australia is is very much a connection to the people that live there, um, which is also a big reflection on Australian culture and Australian people in general because it's a very welcoming and warm place. Um, but, yeah, what, what I miss most, was that the question? Yes. What I miss most is my friends, family, and just just the people. Hanging out. Hanging out. No, even just like walking, you know, even people you don't know. They're like compared to other places in the world, Australians are very welcoming, very friendly for the most part, um, you know, very likely to get a good morning and uh, how are you doing when you're walking along the beach or whatever. And it's, yeah, so I, I miss the Australian people most. Oh, that's lovely. It's okay, Darius, I come to you. I bring the Australian people to you. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, except for now, because I can't go anywhere. Um, tell me, I'm going to ask you to name one, but I feel like this could go on for a while. What is uh, one fun fact about Australia people might not know? Um, okay, 
cue my fact corner named TBA music intro music segment with the show within a show. Worried. Uh, <laughs> no, this will this will get better as time goes on. Okay. But did you know that Australians drive on the left? Well, I did. <laughs> yeah. I hope I know that. No, to be fair, though, to that yesterday I hadn't driven the car for a while because um, quarantine, and I was like, "Oh, what side do I drive on?" So, thank you, Australia. You're welcome. You're welcome. Australia is also the only continent in the world without an active volcano. So, volcano fans, don't bother. <laughs> There are more kangaroos than people, and this is a two-part fact. You'll learn two things. Um, so there's about 50 million kangaroos, which means there's about 25.5 million Australians. That was good segue. Good segue. I, I need you to stop the facts now because <laughs> there's also <laughs> Australia is also home to the longest fence in the world. Oh, runs, I knew that bit. The rabbit-proof fence. Well, yeah, maybe 5.5 thousand kilometres. Well, 5,500. You can segue into of my... That, part of, I'm not finished, Emma. There are over a million wild camels living in Australian deserts, which were originally brought over for railroad construction. Okay. <laughs> we need to stop you just reading off the internet. <laughs> you have to prepare the facts in future. And What do you mean? I did. <laughs> You prepared them and then you rattled them off. You do realise I must let the audience in on a secret. We are recording on Zoom and I do have the power to mute you. So let's keep the facts tight. Tight facts. forgetting who edits this. I'll just turn the whole thing into an hour-long episode about facts. Can't you have like a spin-off series? (laughs) Yes, but first you need to be successful and 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 then I can, you know, use bunny hop off that. Well, I'm going to um, backtrack, segue into your fun fact, which was about the rabbit-proof fence. Well, it's a, just a fence, but there was a lovely movie. Not quite. Oh, it's not really lovely, actually. It's dealing with quite horrible um, incidents. But um, there's a wonderful movie called Rabbit-Proof Fence, which is about that very long fence. And um, it's an, about an Indigenous children who were of the stolen generation, they were taken away, which is a very sad part of Australian history, and they follow that fence in order to get home. Uh, so, yeah, it's a wonderful rabbit-proof fence, great movie. So, um, yeah, do, Australian do Aboriginal culture is actually one of the oldest continual civilizations on Earth. It's um, really so important information. 60, 60 to 40,000 years old, the culture. That's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, your ability to keep segueing back to facts and stats is also crazy. So we're going to skip the next section, which was called stats, and you can have that for next. You can have it back when you learn how to to manage your stats and your facts responsibly. Okay. <laughs> um, my next section because, you know, we want to follow some sort of a sequence here, but um, I'm calling it Memories, Anecdotes and Funny Parts. Uh, tell us That's a memory. That's a catchy title. That was <laughs> <laughs> good as facts and stats that never end with Darius. <laughs> We're just bickering now. Um, do Pull a memory, pull a memory, Australian memory. 
go from all of your years of living here and traveling here. Go. Pass. (laughs) (laughs) Not pass. Hang on, we can edit this bit out. Um, (laughs) I don't know. All my memories, my early memories are all shitty. Um, (laughs) Maybe it can be a wonderful memory of that time that you went to the Paralympics with a wonderful girl called Emma and she uh, was so fascinated with your your satchel. Do you remember that? I think so. Darius and I were hanging out in year seven. We got to know each other in year seven. We were respectively, we were both 13 by the time, 13, and we went to the Australian Olympics, um, Australian Olympics, the World Olympics were on in Sydney, Australia in 2000. And after the Olympics comes the Paralympics and as a school excursion, um, we got to go to the Paralympics. We watched the wheelchair uh, track race, which was really wonderful. And Darius and I hadn't really hung out much, but we hung out that day. And the main reason was because, and he probably doesn't know the main reason, but the main reason was because he had this really awesome backpack, which had a seatbelt, wasn't a backpack, it was a satchel. And the arm strap was made out of a seat belt and the bag itself was made out of chair material? A tarp. A tarp. And it's it actually uh, really funky. Quite a, quite a, it's a, it's a, I think they're Swiss. It's, the brand is called Freitag and they make these recycled bags. I don't know where that bag got to because they're pretty expensive. It was very cool. I was very impressed. He also had black long I think he just dyed your hair. He had I long black hair. A little bit. This, this is about Australia, not about Darius's bad haircut choices through the years. <laughs> no, it was great. Anyway, uh, that's when we really became friends. I think that's a significant memory. That's why we're here Sounds today. like your memory, not my memory. <laughs> well, you, to be fair, <laughs> just, you couldn't come up cause... with a memory, so I had to improvise. I did, yeah. Okay, okay. How is this related to travels? Well, it's part of our journey, Darius. Life is a journey. Uh, that was back way back at the Casbah. Casbah. Life is a highway. And, um, yeah, that's where we met. We met at, at high school. And here we are today in our respective countries talking about travel, which is pretty cool, I think. It's a great memory. Travel in air quotes. We travelled to these Paralympics. I guess. You need to broaden your horizon. Okay. For me, travel uh, is more than I, just hang going on, Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Am I, like, you're just asking me these questions. Am I supposed to be asking you questions? No, it's meant to prompt a conversation. Oh, okay. Well, we're doing fine then. <laughs> this is the fun part. You gotta, you're taking the quiz to, it's not a quiz. It's, it's prompts. So you've been prompted. If you don't want to be prompted, you can be unprompted. You can ask me, Emma, what's your favourite memory of Australia? Emma, what is the government type of Australia? Did you say parliamentary democracy (laughs) under a constitutional monarchy? That's right. I'm going to really ban reading Wikipedia live on the podcast. (laughs) You're on Wikipedia, aren't you? No, I'm on the CIA World Factbook. Shout well, out to the CIA. <laughs> You're probably listening. <laughs> 100% listening. All right, we're going to skip memories because it's really like dragging us through the mud. Are we going to skip it, like edit it out? No, 
Okay. You're going to decide if this is hilarious enough. Darius, you've been into Australia, you've lived in Australia, you've also brought people to Australia. So what do you show your visitors when they come to Australia? Um, I mean, obviously it depends where I am in Australia, but um, I think a great day out in Sydney, for example, is also like a, you know, walk around the harbour, maybe through the through the botanical gardens, um, catch a ferry somewhere, maybe to, to, to Manly. Then come back and head straight to Chinatown and eat as much yum char as you can without feeling sick. Yes, yum char is excellent in, in Sydney. I miss it, actually. There's an okay one up here, but it's nowhere near as good as down in Chinatown. Germany Sydney. just doesn't do yum char. I don't understand. It's a really lost opportunity. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to say, actually, you've prompted a memory of mine on that. Um I had a friend once, a family friend come, and I was so busy. I knew she'd been to Australia before. I was so busy trying to show her not the typical stuff and try to show her the local Australia and show her all these unique spots, like take it a, again, really, really advertising Manly here, but Manly Dam. Uh, Dad was living in Coogee at the time, so went around Coogee. We're living in, um, we used to live in Sutherland, so took her around down to Warnara Dam. And, yeah, we're driving back through the city one time. She's like, um, do you mind if we just go by the opera house? And I was like, oh, sure. And she's like, oh, it just would be nice to see it. And I was like, oh, but I thought you'd see it. And she was like, yeah, but it's kind of a special place. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I totally took it for granted that we have access to it all the time. And regardless of whether you've been here before or not, it's it's remarkable. So I was like, oh, my gosh, sure. So we drove into the city, parked, and, and just went all around, and that was very nice. I can't believe you forgot to show someone the opera house. She'd been there before. She wanted to see it again. But um, my, my trip is also, I think we should point out, we both grew up in Sydney, so... You know, and then it is this place that a lot of people fly into. They're either going to fly into Sydney, Melbourne, or Brisbane, probably predominantly for the first time. I've Some flown people, into Perth. Yeah, but for the first time you come into Australia, you're probably going to head to the East Coast. Um, some people tend to go to Western Australia because they've got family or a friend connection or something like that. It's absolutely phenomenal. I think more people should get over there, but it is certainly a lot more remote. Um, and further than the east coast um if you're you kind of need to pick a side <laughs> uh but anyway uh sydney my my number one tourist visitor spot and i take a lot of people there is symbio wildlife park which is about an hour south of sydney in a place um called stanwell park or stanwell tops the stanwell tops and it's just such a lovely, like, was a little family-run animal park and you could just get really up close to the animals. Um, you can, you know, have a photo with a koala, see a talk. You can feed the kangaroos and um, just very authentic and, yeah, I love visiting there. And now it's really nice. They're doing lives from Symbio, so they do lives of uh, the animal feedings and stuff, so I like to watch that on Facebook sometimes. But that South Coast drive as well from Sydney, if you drive about two hours south, it is just absolutely breathtaking to yeah, see south the coastline. Coast nice. 
it is stunning. So also just just a regular old bushwalk in the Royal National Park is also quite a good one. It is. It is, and there's nothing like the bush. Um, you know, in other places they call them forests or they call them parks or jungles or whatever. The bush is quite Australian and it looks different and it feels different and, yeah, getting back to the bush is uh, does it does feel like home, doesn't it? You know what lives in the bush? I feel a fact coming on. Oh, you've, <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's the wombat. And did you know that a wombat's <laughs> poo is square so that it doesn't roll away, which makes it easier for them to mark their territory? <laughs> Fun fact for Darius. When is a good time to visit Australia, Darius, in your opinion? Um, I feel like spring or autumn. When is that? because it's different to other places. Um, so spring would be from, um, no, 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 I'm really bad at months. September like to November. September to November. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then autumn from April till May-ish, June-ish to June. March to May. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the opposite to yours. Um, but I don't know when mine starts here either. <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's quite a lot of time. I would say for me, it uh, depends where you live though because like for Queensland, you know, some people like to visit in the summer, but summer in Australia is very hot and further north you go it gets more humid. So I actually love um, and we had some friends come and visit in August and it was the winter and had they known that it was the winter, they actually probably wouldn't have booked the trip. But it turns out they've got the most perfect weather because it's so dry. So because we're north of, um, we're almost at the equator where we are, it's, no, we're not, no, we're near the equator. What am I talking about? We're closer to the equator in this half. We're closer to the tropics um, in Queensland. It's, we have dry and wet seasons more so, so. I like August, September, October. I think they're really nice up here. Um, we're having a lovely, we had a lovely April, but I think March and April can be a bit dubious. I'd, I'd probably say avoid January, February because it's what, January's the school holidays. There's lots of people, so it makes things very expensive and busy and it makes it very hot. I feel like Australia is a hard country to cover in just one episode, especially because we both, like, know quite a bit about it. Well, I have a feeling we'll visit, we'll revisit Australia a number of times because we mm. will probably investigate the states and the cities in the future. Have you been to all the states? I have, actually. I um, made it in my mission in 2012. I love missions. You'll learn this about me. Love challenges. Yep. Um yeah, I realised that in, in 2012 I was like, I have been to the Taj Mahal, the Eiffel Tower, the Statue of Liberty, so some of these world-famous places, and I had not mm. been to the Northern Territory at all. Mm. Um, I hadn't been to Tasmania at all. I hadn't been to South Australia. And I was like, that's disgraceful. Yeah. So that year uh-huh. I went to Adelaide, which is in South Australia. I went to Ayers Rock, Uluru, which is in Northern Territory, and I went to Tasmania on a trip with my mum. So I've now been to nice. all states. 
No, I'm, I'm, I'm still missing South Australia and Tasmania. Well, next time you come, we'll go because Tasmania honestly blew me away. I've been about five times now because a lovely friend lives down there. I'm very, very overdue a visit. But um, honestly, like we, we in Australia, we tease the Tasmanians a lot. It's our um, we we make a lot of fun of them. We say they've got two heads and they're all inbred and they need different currency and all this sort of stuff. And we say they're not really part of Australia. It's really quite mean. But then I went there. <laughs> it is, but it's what happens. Everybody has a place that they tease in their country. Um, but then I went there and I went, Australia, um, Tasmanians are the smartest people in the world because it is absolutely beautiful. And um, They're probably just trying to, you know, keep it on the down low so that it doesn't get overrun. I think they, that's exactly what happened. The produce, the food, it's amazing. The wine yeah, food, is beautiful. If I, if I can revisit my favourite thing about Australia, instead of saying barbecue sauce, um, it's probably just the food in general. And Tasmania is probably even a class above it. But Australia is very fortunate in the quality of food that it gets. Oh, for sure. And it's yeah. uh, it's just amazing. In the fridge. Sorry. Speaking of wine, Australian wine, <laughs> uh, my husband is coming in search of the wine. I don't know why he thinks it would be with me, but. Oh, did you know Australia has over 60 separate wine regions? Um, I didn't, but it doesn't surprise me because, uh, you know, ask my mother about wine. We'll, we could have two or three podcasts about that. Orange wine. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but like you said, Australia is a hard one to do one episode on because we are very, very well versed in it. So we'll certainly revisit Australia. Um, and uh, send us send us your Australia questions to um, our <laughs> new email address, which, which is? is info at lovelytravels.com. That's lovely with double L in the middle somewhere. That's the one. I'm just going to um, – I want to ask you just a couple more things before we wrap up on the Australia episode because we certainly, as we've said, we'll, we'll revisit it with visiting the states, talk about the different states and territories of Australia, and we'll, we'll also talk about some of the, the lovely cities and places of Australia because they deserve they deserve their own episode. Um, but you tell me, what's, what's the top tip for someone visiting Australia for the first time? Uh, don't rush it. Yeah. It's a big place. You're going to have to travel quite a while to get there. Um, it's, you know, it's really hard to, you, know, you can see stuff, but, like, there's so much to see. So I would say, like, three weeks is an absolute minimum to see, like, two big cities and yeah. surrounding areas. Agreed. Um, so bring time and <laughs> just, just. Get your ass over there. Um, yeah, look, my top tip would be, and I think this is probably something very different to some of the other countries you might go, Australia has a very old history, but a lot of our history is in the land and it's in um, the stories. Um, so if you're coming to Australia and expecting to see a lot of landmarks and a lot of buildings and a lot of museum type things that's that's not really the way to travel Australia the the reason you need three weeks is you need time to get around you need to see the beautiful vistas you need to see the beautiful landscapes you need to hear the stories like 
I used to live in Melbourne and it was really hard to tell people what to see and do because the best way to see Melbourne, and it was even a, a TV ad, was to discover it and to explore it and and you would hear this like, oh, there's this bar down this side alley and literally the ad was like chasing a ball of string that was rolling through the city and that, that's kind of what it's like. So um, unlike Europe um, where they're so rich in history and there's something on every corner that happened uh, and you could fill your days in that city but also feel like you've really covered a lot of the culture and the history in a short space of time. You don't get that in Australia. You need the time to travel around and to really feel into those places. So that, that's the beauty of Australia. Yeah, definitely. And, like, you know, there's, you know, you might need to travel to Darwin for, for good Vietnamese. <laughs> and that is a long flight and they are very weird times. Trying to go to my friend last uh, two years ago, it was just really hard to find a time because, like, mm. the flights would go at like one a.m. or like weirdo times. We'd have to either have to go for a week or for three days. Yeah, I think you know to to just quickly touch on the time thing. If you look at a map of Australia, you can get look at these maps where it's like a picture of Australia laid over another country. It's like pretty much the same size as the whole U.S. Um, the United States of america um you know it's massive like it just covers europe like completely twice um, you can fit europe in twice well there you go um i guess by covering it completely that you know, <laughs> still is accurate uh yeah so bring time get a car drive around um drop into my mum's place in newcastle she'll be happy to see you yeah make sure to visit orange in New South Wales, the cultural capital of Australia, according to Sarah Lovell, uh, she'll also welcome you. Basically, just do a tour visiting our mum. <laughs> they will bloody love it. Uh, let's finish on. We're gonna. We we like to sign off our episodes with um, a saying from a different country, but I'd like you to sign off with your favourite Australian slang or phrase, please. I don't know. I kind of like. I don't, I don't have one, Emma. You start. Okay. So. <laughs> okay, hang on. Let's do it again. <laughs> Cut. Edit. Edit. Why don't you just ask me that and then. Emma. I... Emma. <laughs> yes, Darius. Uh, what, is, what is your favourite bit of Australian slang that you would like to give our listeners for when they visit? Well, uh, you know, in Australia we speak English, but uh, it sounds quite different to the foreigners, uh, so you might find that it's a bit hard to understand because we pronounce things differently. But my father is very English and um, he's lived in Australia for like almost 40 years, but he still is quite proper. And one day he said this phrase and I just couldn't actually believe that it came out of his mouth. Uh, So Australian phrase which says i'm so hungry i could eat the crotch out of a low-flying duck (laughs) (laughs) i was like that's so disgusting and vulgar and so australian and i love it (laughs) you're about as useful as a screen door and a submarine so are your facts (laughs) the average australian drinks 96 liters of beer per year wow thank you for shouting at our listeners we're going to wrap it up right there. Uh, thank you for joining us again. Uh, next week, 
we are going to be talking all about Darius's homeland, Deutschland. The land of beer and bratwurst. Und pretzels, yeah. Und pretzels. Yeah. So yeah, it will be our episode with the most facts to date. So hang on to your hats. <laughs> oh, wow. So much editing to be done. All right. We'll see you next I, I week. We, yep. I figure we can start somewhere around the 12th century and work our way forwards. <laughs> Um, please sign off. We're going to sign off with an Australian farewell today. So, see ya. Cheers, love. <laughs> <laughs>